when within a culture the faith starts to kind of fall apart and disintegrate, when a culture starts to reject Christianity, pieces of it still remain. And in the West, Christianity, don't get the wrong impression, Christianity didn't just start losing traction in, in the world like 10 years ago or something like that, just in California. It's been centuries. Centuries and centuries, starting in Europe, the faith has become something more and more on the margins. And we're just sort of seeing some of the fruits of it now. But even when a culture rejects Christianity, like ours is, pieces of it still remain, and they're still around, and those pieces that remain are still good, even though they're sort of incomplete. And I'm going to give three little examples of that uh, to kind of illustrate parts of the gospel, but also sort of pick on them. We have, in our culture, and maybe we can call it a post-Christian culture right now, we have a sort of self-care culture. We're encouraged, and there's a sort of entire marketing kind of business thing where you sort of, you know, there's a way to take care of yourself. There's self-help books. There's an entire sort of industry built around self-care, and that's a good thing. That's one of the, the aspects of the truth and of the faith that is a good thing, and insofar as it contains some truth, it's, a, it's, it's good, even though it's a little bit incomplete. We have... I don't know what else to call it. And I think you might know what I'm talking about. The rise and grind culture. It's a sort of let's get up, let's get to work, let's kind of be tough, face the world. Again, there are good aspects of that. Generally, that culture is about either making money or getting abs. That's sort of what, what that's about. But that's sort of one of the subcultures that's around today. And we have, again, I don't know what else to call it, but sort of the hippie culture. Let's just sort of live in harmony with nature. Let's relax. Let's enjoy our lives. Let's soak in the sun. A little sort of aspect of that. And again, bits of truth in all of them. In the parable today, Jesus later explains what everybody is, all the little characters. You know, the bird is the devil, and the sun is persecution, and the thorns are uh, anxieties of the world and love of money. And he doesn't say this out loud, but... We're the soil, we're the dirt, and I think we're also the, the farmer that's supposed to take care of the dirt, and the seed is Christ. What does that mean? Well, it means that the faith is, what, it is, what is it to live in the kingdom of heaven? What is it to, to live the faith? It means to accept Christ, the seed, into the soil of our hearts so that he can be alive and grow. So the faith is this living thing that's within us. And each type of soil, the first three types of soil, is one of the ways that Christ, we're not going to gain him or we're going to lose him or he's not going to bear fruit in us. He's not going to grow in us. And the first type of soil is a heart that is so hard, it's it's you know, dirt that's been stepped on so much that it can no longer be receptive to the seed. Well, the self-care culture has something right about it. We are supposed to take care of ourselves. We're not supposed to let people walk all over us. That is an essential aspect of the faith. And when you only see one angle of Christianity, you're going to get the totally wrong picture. Because when, for example, when Jesus says, turn the other cheek, He's assuming you already know that you're in God's image. But if you only hear, turn the other cheek, 
and you don't understand that you're God's image first, the picture that you're going to get is wrong. Yes, we're supposed to forgive people, but we're not supposed to ever let them degrade us. And yes, we're supposed to forgive our enemies, but we're not always supposed to stay friends with people who abuse us. And when Jesus says one sentence, don't ever pretend that that one sentence is the whole Bible. It's always within a larger context. So don't let yourself be stepped on because that will harden your heart. Don't defend yourself with violence, but there's something right about self-care. There's something true about it. The soil that has rocks in it, it's shallow, and then when the sun comes up, when persecution starts, the, the faith kind of goes away. What's good about the rise and grind culture? Well, there is something tough about it. You get up and you face the day knowing that it's going to be hard. And you, you face it with the attitude of, I am going to fight through whatever I have to in order to get my goals, in order to get what I'm, what I'm going for. Think about that in the faith. We're, it's, of course we're going to be persecuted. Don't complain about that. Don't whine and blame everybody else. And I know there, there are people that I know that I'm, that I'm kind of close to that even will look at the, the, the wrongdoing of the culture around them or the sins of the culture around them. And, oh, everywhere you look, there's like, you know, sexual stuff or there's greed or there's whatever. Or they'll even like look at the sins of, of politicians or the sins of the leaders in the church and make that an excuse for them to give up. No. Rise and grind with the faith too. Whatever it is, whatever the problem is, don't whine about that. What are you whining about? What, you, what, you, what is complaining going to help anything? Fight through it. Because the faith is worth it. The thorns are love of money and anxiety over worldly things. I hate to say it, but it's true. The hippie culture has something right about it. When we get so worried about making money that we don't even enjoy it, a beautiful day. We, we're incapable of spending time with our family and just relishing it because we're so worried how are we going to pay this bill tomorrow or how are we going to get the, like the super nice car instead of a simpler car. It, it ruins our life. There's something right about it, but there's something incomplete about all of them. And one thing, one of the things that's incomplete about all of them is they're all self-centered as they're usually presented. None of them essentially has Christ. Because self-care is about yourself when it's outside the faith. The rise and grind culture is about, like I said, money usually. The hippie culture is just about having fun. Put Christ into them though. Because our heart is soil and this, the living thing in us, the life in us, is not ourselves. It's Christ. He's the seed. He's the living thing. He's the real thing. And one of the ways that we can be hard of heart is not just by being stepped on, but by being so self-centered that, and I, and, I, and I see this more and more, um, where Christianity, where the faith, where Christ becomes, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to pick an item off of a menu. Do I like this or not? And there's some part of the faith, some part of Christianity that, nah, I don't really like that. Like, hey, you know what, I'm going to get 
the, I'm going to get this, but I want the sauce on the side. Christianity is not like picking something off a menu. It's not something that I want to decide whether I like it or not. It's like discovering the truth. And maybe you have questions about it, great. But you have questions about something outside of yourself that will tell you it's truth. It's not about preference. It's discovery. And if you have this sort of completely self-centered, turned into yourself a mindset that I get to decide everything around me, that's also a hardness of heart that the, the, the faith will never even enter you. Christ will never even enter your heart. The, again, a similar attitude is, oh, it's really hard right now. Believing in God is really hard right now. Living the faith is really hard. What do you mean hard? I get it. I get the struggles of the faith. But again, it's supposed to be. The, the, the plant has sunlight bearing down upon it. And it's kind of hot today, and it's really annoying. And there's flies. I don't know if you've noticed the flies. I don't like them. And that's an irritating thing. What in life are you going to measure against Jesus Christ? To say, if, you know, I'm going to go this far, but if it gets a little bit harder, I'm going to give up on Christ. What is anything other than a fly compared to Christ? What's, I, I don't even, what's the unit of measurement that if I feel this much pain, another gallon of pain, and then I'm going to give up on, on the faith? The, the whole thing is totally wrong. It's a living thing within you. And for better or worse, we fight it through. Like any good friendship, any good relationship, anything that is worth calling love. You don't say, I'm going to draw this line, and then after that, I'm going to give up. The money thing is the most obvious. At what point are you going to realize, I'm anxious about money, I'm worried about this. You're going to miss church for work to make a little bit, a couple of extra bucks. You're going to make your employees miss church. That's a worse sin than you think it is. When you don't tell your employees, hey, it's Sunday or it's Saturday, everybody, every one of you, I want to encourage you to go to church and I'm going to make that possible for you as your boss. That's a serious thing because what you're doing when you fail to do that is you are not, you, you're letting the, the thorns choke Christ. Not just in yourself, but in somebody else. And that's a serious sin. That's a real sin. Brothers and sisters, nothing in this world is worth the Christ that is already in you that is growing day by day. But in the end, he's the one who's alive. What's our job? Our job as the soil is every day to water him, to nourish him with our prayers and our good works, to let the sunlight soak into him and let him bear fruit, not just for ourselves, but also for others. Amen.